I used to be the same way. I used to hate planning. And primarily because of the overwhelming feeling I would get when trying to envision all the little steps and all the little tasks that I have to do to get from where I am to where I want to be. But here's the good news. It is not as overwhelming as you think. And if someone like me can grow from being the overwhelmed, spontaneous, only driven person to being a master planner or working towards that, then the truth is you can do the same. And here are some ways how you can accomplish that. another week here on the mentality of success i am your gracious host joshua and it's great to have you all back here for yet another week this is officially week 25 i like that number week 25 and to all of you who are my frequent flyers those of you who tune in every week let me say a gracious thank you to you and your support i am forever grateful and I ask that you all continue to support this because I think it's good value and I think it adds value to all of our lives, all right? And those of you who are new, and you may be wondering, what did I just walk into? Well, let me tell you, uh, this podcast is really geared towards helping us become success so we can achieve success. And that all starts with our mentality. And so we talk about a lot of various, you know, coaching conversational topics here in hopes that it will help you experience the life you were created to live uh, and so if that's something that you're interested in stick around we got a short but great episode here today on this wonderful hump day and um it's actually not one of my favorite topics but it's become one of my favorite topics over the last year and i'll tell you a little bit about that more here in a second but before we get to that i've been doing this announcement for a few weeks now and i want to continue it because we're not at the conference date yet but if you have not heard if you are one of the professionals or business leaders that have not heard of this conference, Life Surge, then let me be the first to introduce you because I think it's going to be a great one. And I'm encouraging all of my listeners to make it out if you can. Uh, I think this conference is going to be fantastic. Uh, myself and a group of the fellas, we're hitting it up and we're going to be out there all day just soaking up all the, the knowledge. You, you know, knowledge is the second greatest currency we have, or the second most valuable currency we have. And so we're going to be out there definitely soaking that up and, and spending some time together uh, because that, that's when you get that kind of synergy, nothing but greatness can come from it. So my point is, if you haven't seen it in the show notes, please take a look and check it out. I have a special code in there for those of you who are looking to, to go. I think they're still doing an early bird special. So you can get up to 40% off with the early bird and my ambassador code combined. And that's exactly why I'm doing it because I got a little bit of a discount. <laughs> I, we love discounts, right? Uh, but I think even at full price, this is worth it. So check it out. That's my little PSA for this upcoming conference. And I'd love to see some of my listeners make it out, man. It'd be great to see you. Shake your hand and maybe even be able to uh, have a little chat, all right? Now, for this week, if the title have, has not given it away, 
um, then the conversation definitely will. It's a topic on planning. And, and let me just say, how many of you, raise your hands because I can see you, how many of you would consider yourself a planner? How many of you would consider yourself a planner? You know who does not have their hand up right now? Me. <laughs> I do not have my hand up now. Oh, you know what? I should take that back. There was there was a frequent, well, frequent is not the word. There was a recent time in history where I would not have been able to raise my hand uh, because I despised um, planning. And I may not have said that with my words, but my, my lifestyle, how I you know, operated, definitely suggested that I hated planning. And so I do that little survey there because if you are someone who is not good at planning, I want to give you hope on today's episode. I want to give you hope that whatever you're not, like this doesn't even have to be planning. It can be something else because uh, there, there are several things that we are not or have not yet become. But if this is one of them, I want to give you some encouragement today because if this poor old soul, this at one point, you know, hopeless, <laughs> spontaneously only driven person could become a much better planner, then I know you can as well. But here's some interesting things I want you to to take note of here. OK, uh, check this out. I looked up what percentage of the population is like good at planning. OK, and I want you to I want you to check out these numbers of what came up uh, when I when we looked this up. The stats suggest. Right. And this is by like ABC News. But it suggests that only about 35 percent of Americans. Okay, only about 35 percent of Americans say they are prepared for the future, which is an indication that they are planners. That means 65 percent of us <laughs> are on the brink of total destruction and disaster because we're not prepared. <laughs> we're not, I wasn't ready. Right. That means 65 percent. And I'm saying it with a smile on my face, but the, my heart definitely has a frown because that is scary. And I've always heard that we're all one hardship away from our lives completely changing. And I think this statistic supports that. It definitely supports that. And this is like it's not just finance. I mean, yes, income is a part of it, but I think this bleeds into several areas. I mean, and I won't even get into some of those. because Then we'll start talking about life insurance and all kind of that's not what this, the point of this episode is about. The part that I want to direct your attention to is planning of your personal development. The planning of your personal development. And we did kind of a I gave you a midway pep talk a few weeks ago, I think two weeks ago to be exact. And I hope you found that to be valuable. But I also hope you took some time to think about the first half of your year. And before before I ask you this question, I want you to know this is there's no judgment here. All right. This is awareness only. OK, so kick the judgment out of your mind. This isn't for you to feel bad about. 
This isn't for you to, you know, sulk about. I we want to become aware, right? <laughs> Listen, if you're wondering why I'm laughing, my brain sometimes will will for a quick moment consider an analogy that I have in mind. And the one that just came to my mind will definitely continue my streak of the world's worst analogies. All right. So get ready for this. So we're talking about awareness only. Okay. So for my men out there, because I'm just going to believe that women, I haven't seen women, you know, really have this problem. My wife tells me all the time, my armpits don't smell. I'm like, well, good for you. You've been blessed because mine, mine will get a, a good funk going, you know? But anyways, I'm grossing some of you completely out. Anyways, awareness, this analogy, okay? The difference between awareness, practicing awareness, and then judging yourself, okay? When we, when we are doing a little sniff test underneath our armpits, it is not for judgment purposes. It is not to beat yourself up because you have, you know, conjured up the world's worst smell under your arms. It's for awareness. Why? So that you know I need to go bathe or to go do something that will get rid of this smell. And that is my analogy for why it's important to review the first half of your year. Okay, it's a smell test, not to judge yourself, but you may need to clean some things up. All right. There you go. There you have it. I've continued my streak of terrible analogies on this podcast. It's only on this podcast. I feel like my analogies are so much better everywhere else. But for some reason, on this podcast, probably because the irony is that I don't do a lot of preparation for this podcast. On purpose, I want it to be I want it to be what it is, right? Just like a live conversation with me. All right, anyways. That is hilarious, but I can't keep laughing at it. So let's move on. I hope that you did a little bit of a review for the first half of the year. And here's what I would want you to do if you haven't done this yet. Think about the first half of your year. And I want you, if you can, to measure how much time you've invested into your personal development. Now, let's define personal development. That's that can be your mind, like your knowledge. It can also be physically. Okay, those are kind of the two that really jump to the top. How much have you how much time have you spent invested into your personal development? And then the second thing I, I think that is very important for you to consider, how much money have you spent on your personal development? Because I believe in the I believe in the truth that your your heart is where your treasure is. And all that means is that if you really want to see what we value in life, all you have to do is look at where we're spending our treasure. Our greatest treasure is our time. And for many of us, it's our time and money. And let me just give you some harsh truth right here. If you are not investing time and money into your personal development, you are not serious about your success. I'm going to say that again. If you are not investing time and money into your personal development, and I mean you're actually keeping track of this, you should by the end of this year be able to say, I spent this much money on this skill. I spent, and here's the result of it. I spent this much money on this strength, on this habit, on developing whatever. 
on this health. And here's the result of it. You should be measuring these areas if you are serious about your success. And honestly, that's the most vital like starting point. I think I've said this countless times on this podcast. Whatever we don't measure, we're going to hit that every time. If you aim for nothing, you're going to hit it every time. And I forget who said that famous quote, but it wasn't me. So at least I'm not taking credit for it. <laughs> but seriously, that is it's vitally important that we measure and that we do it in a way that's not judgmental. Because here's what I really want to get to in this this uh, time. I want you to leave here today feeling more confident in your ability to plan and execute. And if I had to give you like a top three or top four, whatever, I, I didn't do that this episode, but if I had to like off the top of my head think of it, I would say the number one line for the number one line, L-I-N-E, for increasing your ability to plan and execute would be stop judging yourself. Stop every time, you know, you don't hit a certain point or that you notice something's not going the way that it should be. Stop judging yourself. Line one of effective planning and execution. We talked about this, I think, a few episodes ago. Judgment just causes people to hide. And what does that look like in, in life and in, in planning and execution? People don't, you know, you will not show up. Because you didn't go to the gym today, you'll beat yourself into a pulp and then decide, well, I might as well. That's the attitude of judgment and planning and execution. Well, I already did this. I might as well just forget about it. What's the point? And that is what I want to spare you from. If you notice, if you notice from your awareness that something isn't right, something smells, you haven't looked at your, you haven't gauged how much you're investing into the areas that you, of success that you say you want. There's no judgment, baby. Get to it. As long as you're breathing, there's time. A friend of mine asked me at breakfast not too long ago, he said, what's an emergency? And because he, I'm, I'm on the same page with him, he was really doing this to make a point in front of my wife. He said, what's an emergency? And my answer was death. That is the emergency that there's no preparation for. None of us know when it's coming for us. But if you're still here and you're still breathing, you have ample opportunity to plan and to execute. I shared, I was joking earlier about how terrible I've always been at this. And I think that was one of my major problems. I start off strong, but as soon as the emotion left, because that's what judgment really is driven by, emotion. I tap out. And some of you experience the same things. There's things you've been wanting to do for years, and you start up, you go good, and then you, you drop back off. And you're like me. You're just ready, aim, but you never fire. Ready, aim, you never fire. You, you'll be ready soon, but ready never gets there. And today, I think one thing that will help you tremendously is to stop judging yourself. If I had to give you a second thing, it's very important that you create goals. Create goals in a way that allows you a starting point, a, a realistic starting point. 
in the professional sense, I've been doing a lot of work around what's called OKRs, which is objectives key and key results. And while the overall methodology is about shooting for stretch goals, like really stretching yourself, what I love about it at its core is that it forces you to find a key result, a key area that you can aim for. So let's simplify this. At a time in my life, I could not, like I swore I was not a morning person. But that's, that's just a thought process. We all can be morning people or not. It's, it's really a matter of habit. But I swore just innately, like how my makeup was, that I could not be a morning person, ever. But it came a time in my life recently where I had to become a morning person. If I wanted to get things done with a one-year-old in the house at that time, I had to make a change. Because during the end of the day, definitely wasn't going to work. Once everybody gets home, I can't do anything, productively at least, that requires thought. So what did I have to do? I had to become a morning person, something I absolutely hated at the time. But how did that happen? Well, I'm using OKRs as an example here. I created a key result. Okay, My objective was to be able to spit out more production in the quiet of the morning. Like That was the goal. It wasn't waking up. It was, man, how much could I get done? If I bought myself three to four extra hours. But I knew getting up earlier was a key result I needed to incorporate. So what did I do? I started small. I started with the overall stretch goal was to get up earlier, two to three hours earlier, so that I can pump out more production. But the key result was, hey, let's just see for the next 20 to 30 days if I can get up 15 minutes earlier. And it wasn't that many times, that wasn't that many days, but I'm just giving you an example. Let's just get up 15 to 20 minutes early. And then push that 15 to 20 minutes early after the first phase, get up 15 to 20 minutes earlier on top of that. Until I, I got to the point where now I can get up two, three, four hours early. My point is this. My point is simple. After you've gotten past that judgment phase, it's time to find a starting point. Atomic Habits is one of the, mo the top books ever sold on building habits and, and productivity and performance. And he talks about in this book, James Clear, he talks about the importance of finding a, a goal or a key result that you know you can show up and do every time. Even if the ultimate objective is a stretch objective, if you know that you struggle with that consistency piece, find a starting point and make it a decision, not a choice. A, a, a teacher I follow very closely, uh, I told you about from the conference, Myron Golden, he said this earlier uh, this week. He said, when you decide, you cut off. You cut off any other choice. He was talking about the root of the word decide. It literally means to cut off any other option. And if you pick a, a key result or a goal that is a good starting point that you know you can show up and, and do every day, then it's, very, it's much easier to cut off any other option besides showing up and doing that goal. If you want to accelerate it, there's a bonus one before we wrap up. If you want to accelerate that, find something 
small that you can do every day. And if you want to really add some more to it, pay for it. Pay for it. Not pay forward, pay for it. And I'll give you an example. My wife and I decided we want to get in better shape. Now, mind you, I've tried over since the pandemic a few times to get back in shape, and it doesn't last long. As soon as that heavy breathing kicks in and it feels like there's like a lump of coal in my chest, I, I, I used to tap out. And even starting small wasn't working. So what did I do? I started small, but I added an accelerator to it. I found a trainer that would create a plan, and my wife and I spent a nice chunk of change to get a plan. We don't even get the we're not even working out with the trainer. It's just to get the plan. I can find plans on Google, y'all. What was the point of paying for that? Well, number one, yes, it's a customized plan to us, but that's not even the important piece. It's the psychological element. When you pay for something, like really pay for it, you will show up. Because I will be doggone if that, that money that we just spent is going to go to waste. So guess what Joshua is doing every day? Getting these workouts in. If you want to go and increase your planning and execution, number one, stop judging yourself. Number two, find a small starting point. And if that doesn't work for you, pay for it. Find a coach. Find a trainer. Find someone who is where you want to be and say, I just take my money long enough for me to kick this thing into gear and build some habits. Because you can always make more money, but what you can never get back is more time. And the more you go on through life and through your days with a, a poor ability to plan and execute, the more time you will waste. And so what's a little money if you can prevent yourself from wasting time and getting closer to the success that you were created to distribute to the world. So these are a few thoughts on planning and execution. And I hope this helps. I hope this adds a little bit of a different perspective, maybe a different way to think about this. Maybe you came in here a little overwhelmed just by thinking about the, the topic. Or maybe you're someone that's good at this. And this is kind of re-energize some of the things you need to get back to. Wherever you may fall on that spectrum, I hope this adds a lot to your life, a lot of value. And if it does, do me a favor. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, and let's spread this value so that more of us can accomplish the success we were created for. All right? That's all I have for this week. Sorry we got this to you a little bit late today, but schedule's been crazy. But I want to make sure we dropped in some value. So remember, as you listen to this and as you think about your week, continue to work towards planning and execution. And I will see you all right back here, same time, same place, next week, reminding you that success is your destiny. <laughs>